0: Welcome back, guys. You're tuned in to That shooter Show, sponsored by Synergy Training Group. I'm your humble host, Tyler Tharp. I am the owner and team captain of Synergy Training Group, and we have a fun topic today. A not-so-fun, fun topic, but we'll get to make care, make fun of ourselves on something that is relatively serious, and by relatively, I mean extremely. Uh, <laughs> yes. Today, we're going to talk about negligent discharges and how... It's not a if, it is a when. Uh, as usual, we are live on Facebook, and we will catch some comments as they come in and play along. For those that are only able to tune in, we'll try to uh, voice out what they're commenting saying and then, of course, answer them. Uh, thank you to all the fine folks that support Synergy trainer Groups, such as ConsiderCarry.com, EDC, Belt Company, Lexington, uh, I'm sorry, not Lexington, <laughs> KSG Armory, Lexington holster—it's a great holster—and uh, many other brands that have always been there to support me. Not always financially, just other, just otherwise, just being great companies to deal with and always uh, supporting my mission and what we're doing. Today with me, I have the one and only Philip Yarbro, longtime friend. He is a heck of a musician, absolutely one of the best uh, singer guitar players I know. Uh, does his own gig thing around here and uh also a fellow shooter. You wanna do a little intro, Mr. Yarbrough?
1: Yeah. Um all of my musician friends are gonna judge you for calling me a good guitar player, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> local, he <gets> inter- by. <laughs> local entertainer. I can't I, I can't call it a musician by any means, but yeah, glad to be here. And uh we got some input on this topic here today for sure.
0: So Right off the bat, Mister Joe South says on the old Facebook, he said he saw an interview one time with an SF guy, and they asked about NDS, and he said that they all had zero because if you have one, you are kicked out. It's probably true if you have one, like mid training or something like that. But I don't know enough about that uh, that exact uh, statement. I do know who would know Rodney May because he's taught a ton of them, and he's actually seen. Uh, team guys accidentally shoot each other in shoot houses, and live fire shoot houses, which live fire shoot houses are dumb yeah. since we have, U- well, dang it, did you see the thing about UTM? They're no longer selling to uh, anyone other than government entities. Mm, I didn't see that. Yeah. So no more munitions unless you are a government entity. That sucks.
1: Back to airsoft.
0: So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Philip, are you familiar with the uh, law of infinite possibilities? Uh, you know, somewhat. It's kind of uh,
1: kind of what we talk about in motorcycles and all kind of stuff. It's the
0: your law of averages is really the bigger thing too. Yep, it, that law of infinite possibilities mixed with the law of averages simply means if you do something for a yeah. long enough time, just about any outcome you could think of will eventually happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, for the people watching. We're definitely not trying to make you feel better about shooting things an in ND. Shot. If you if you <laughs> have a negligent discharge, it's not like we're like it's cool, man. It happens. It's not. Um, it's not. It is. Very, it is still very very important, and it is. It's a bad situation mm-hmm. in general. You know, we've got another friend that you know we don't have to drop his name. I don't know if he'd want us to or not, but I mean, even as even if you're handling a firearm and not doing dry fire training or not, you know, doing practice, you know, he dropped his, tried to catch it, and oh yeah. Shot himself.
0: You yeah. Know? Rule number five. Don't, don't ever catch, catch a fallen gun. Yeah, Treat it as if it the it's the sharpest knife you've ever seen in your life. Yep. And uh just let it hit the ground, man. Let the internal safeties do what they are meant to do. Yep. Um, so yeah, that is a uh I'll be honest with you. In that situation, I would actually consider that an accidental discharge. It was pretty well. Because he didn't mean to hit a, the trigger. Yeah. It just kind of happened. Yeah, um, yeah. backstory on that, he drew the gun. It fumbled, and he caught it in midair while sort of like tilting over and chasing after the gun in air, and as he was bent over, it shot him. Uh, he hit the trigger just right as a SIG 320, so they don't have a trigger safety, just the internal ones, and it... Uh, went in his abdomen, out his right armpit, back into his right arm, and it, the bullet is actually still lodged in the back of his right shoulder. He's good though. Yeah, the crazy dude literally. Whenever the whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever the 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 helicopter landed, he just got up and went and got in it. And he's like, oh, "Okay, my ride's here." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, didn't see it say tomorrow. to Uber. I <laughs> say <See> y'all tomorrow. <laughs> and he walks out of the hospital the next day just mm-hmm. fine. Um, so friendly reminder y'all in the, uh, in the, uh, Facebook, feel free to drop your fellow stories, uh, if you'd like sharing, uh, and then ask any questions for those that don't know, before we get into this, there are, uh, three different, uh, well, technically four different types of discharges when it comes to firearms. The first one is, is purposeful. Like you actually intended and everything would happen, you know, happy day. It, it happened the way you wanted it to. And then you have uh, an accidental discharge. Think of a, uh, the sear slipping on a 1911 because you did too good of a uh, trigger yeah. job, and that thing is now shooting uh, on its own. Well, that's an accidental discharge because it's accidentally discharging. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually have an early discharge uh, where you are intending to shoot the gun, but you apply just a little bit too much uh, pressure to the trigger, Didn't have the sights line up just perfectly, and the gun went off before you. The sights were leveled out the way you wanted them. And, of course, I'm I'm being pretty gross with my uh, definitions here. And then you actually have a negligent discharge, and that is just pure negligent. You actually pull the trigger when you shouldn't have, or the gun went off. Screwing around with it. Yep. Or if you're dry firing and you just (laughs) have a lapse of uh, attention, if you will, and like mag changes. Yep, load a load a live round right in there and press the trigger, thinking you're dry firing, and something goes off. Well, because you actually intended to press the trigger and the gun went off, it is no longer an accidental discharge. That is a negligent discharge. Uh, before we kick off with our own stories, I, I'd, I'd, man, I got I got I got a gripe about one thing. All right. All of those, you know, you always hear these stories, especially during deer season, about some dude getting shot by a fellow hunter because they thought it was a deer in the woods. I talk
1: about that all the time.
0: And they call it an accidental shooting. That's, that's the, not accidental. That's the, and, and I mean, too, just it, we could
1: go down this rabbit hole, but what a crock of crap. What a like, crock of crap. What like, other
0: animal walks around in the woods and it's on two feet? people to just shoot whatever moves in the bushes and they, that's a negligence charge and in, in tyler's opinion that's murder and you should go to prison for it yeah like it's there's no excuse for that I don't, yeah i don't care if you feel bad there's no or excuse not. For that. That, that, even
1: if you were shooting at an animal that you didn't identify you don't know what it was that's you negligent would, yeah you you wouldn't 100%. have any way of knowing whether or not what you shot was a legal animal you just shot a bush moving over there and, right you know or you didn't like him
0: <laughs> he kept sitting in your deer stand or whatever it, there's a. Did you hear the story? People get uh, wild about that deer hunting though. They do, yeah. and they, and the fact that they call it accidental just drives me up a wall. Did you hear the story uh, a few years ago? Uh, this this guy, I want to say he was late teens, early early twenties, 20s. early twenties. I want to say he was in his truck with his girlfriend, and they were you know fumbling with his gun, being stupid or whatnot, and he's like, oh, it's not loaded, and then points the gun at her and shoots her in the chest.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Because it wasn't it, because it wasn't loaded, you know. Because mm. you know that's that's how that's how it works apparently. The words of my dad, he
1: said it last night when we were talking about this. He's like, you know, it was a, a lot of unloaded guns killed a lot of people.
0: Yeah, exactly. Know? And of course, it, you know, that's a, that's a facetious way of saying it, but and that's exactly what happens. And then you know, the, even the girl was defending. Him. I was like, oh, it was, it was accidental. I don't care if it was accidental or not. Why were you? Why was he pointing a yeah. gun at another human? Yeah. Without oh, that's bad. It them needing the gun pointed at them, mm-hmm. and furthermore, why'd you pull the trigger while pointing at another human being? That's not cool, man. That's negligence. Yeah, never point that'd be something you're not willing to destroy. i will be charged with freaking attempted murder or something. Yeah, or aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. It was something. Yep. But no, like it it was all fine and dandy, and she barely escaped with her life after being in uh, intensive care for I don't know how many days. <laughs> but it's all okay because it was an accident. Yeah, I'm, he said I'm sorry, so it's good to go now our 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 safety rules are meant to be many pillars so that if one pillar is removed from the the four or five safety uh pillars if you will it still stands yeah. it's still okay if you're going to if you're going to pull the trigger at least it better be in a, a good direction mm-hmm. you know or always keep your finger off the trigger like all these things are meant to uphold each other
1: Ms. heather is exactly right and i know she she definitely knows she got livestock all kind
0: of Moving animals
1: and stuff like that, like oh, Miss Heather in the
0: comments, yeah, yeah. she says a hundred percent better know your targets, yeah, yeah. Without a shadow of what, and then you yeah, need you to know to, its environment, yeah. You don't, you don't cool, want to wind go up through shooting,
1: things. you don't want to wind up shooting, you
0: know, the
1: horse behind the deer, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, know your target and its environment. Keep finger off trigger until you're ready to fire, and it, it, like it. We have these rules in place because at the end of the day, guns are meant to kill. Yeah. That was the whole reason why they were yeah. invented. Like we can we can try to make it as nice and sugar coated all we want. That's why they were invented. We we got tired of trying to sling arrows yeah. at only 50 yards at best. We wanted to we wanted to poke holes in people at further distances. Yeah, the bonus is that they're fun. The bonus, the bonus is that they're fun.
1: That's that's the bonus. That's not the intent. The competitions are not the intent. The you know none of that stuff. They they are intended they are intended to kill whether it be other individual Yep. Make no mistake. There's firearms out there that it's are 100 percent designed person to design, person. Yep. There's. I mean, you know, I'm an advocate, just like everybody else that's listening to this. I'm sure, and you know, I've been called all kind of all kind of <laughs> traitor names and sure in conversations for saying stuff like that. You know, like just I don't remember how I worded it, but the AR-15. You know, people. I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. You don't need it. You you want it because it's better at yep. what it's designed for than the alternatives. But to say that, you know, I do this and I need that, I've always, like, let's.
0: Yeah, they if were going to get cut gonna, up in words. Yeah,
1: if we're going to be, if we're going to stand on an argument and we're going to have platforms to do so, you have to you have to be tough enough to understand the truth and you have to be able to say that and still have your, your point made, yep. you know. It doesn't matter whether or not I need it. I mean, I, I want it, and I don't I'm allowed necessi- to have it. I'm so. not. I
0: don't necessarily need a hand grenade, but I I, I feel like I should build own one. Yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ordinance for all, mm-hmm. <laughs> not order for all, but ordinance. Yeah. Uh, that would make a good T-shirt. Next next week's topic be NFA. NFA. Oh my god, <laughs> and how it needs to be abolished like yesterday. Yeah. All right, so we're going to have two different segments on this. Uh, Philip and I are going to share our personal stories. Um, So, Philip, who wants to go first?
1: Rock, paper, scissors.
0: Rock, paper, scissors? One, two, three, go. (laughs) This is going to take forever. I lose. Do I go first? You go first. All right, cool. Kick it off. Yeah. For those that (laughs) can only listen, we just uh, rock, paper, scissors for uh, who gets to go. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's awesome. All right, so I've actually had three. I've had three negligent discharges. One, one could be chalked up as an early discharge, but because it didn't impact a berm and I didn't have a full sight picture, and it was moderately dangerous in the, the context, I would consider it more negligent, more on the verge of negligent. The very first one happened in 2013 in Frostproof, Florida, at the Pro Am competition, which is about a two. It's, a, it's three days, first days for the staff. Uh, and then the two other two days is for general uh, competition. Frost proof. Frost proof. Uh, okay. Frost proof. It's at Universal Shooting Academy in uh, Frostproof, Florida. Anyway, so uh, you telling I'm googling where that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's right in the middle. It's about twelve ish hours from here. Uh, the so I was there shooting with my mom and Rodney on a Friday because we were gonna we were staff we were working it that weekend. So we go down there and shoot it on the Friday. Well, three stages in, I am uh shooting, 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 which it's uh the program is all steel and you have a part time to knock down as many plates as you possibly can. And so anyway, uh after on my uh after my first mag, I went to reload and as I uh, as I reloaded and went to present the gun back out, I hit the trigger a little too early and sent around off into like the next county over, over. there. Somewhere yeah, way over there. And by the way, this was an STI steel master open gun. And the comp was right in my face as it went off. I have video of this mm. and I showed. So up to you're people, telling me it was like really quiet. Uh, like my, no- <laughs> it was I no had a headache for like all. three days. It sucked. Yeah. And so, uh, I, f- I finished out that and then they called me out on it. I was like, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up getting DQ'd still a one and only time I've ever been DQ'd. Mm. Right. And so, uh, so there's that one, right? So, like, if if an indie is going to happen, that was probably like one of the the best, That's the best case scenario, best case scenario, right? Because yeah. you know, it, the we were surrounded by a bunch of woods. By the time that bullet came down, it was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So best case scenario on that. <clears throat> all right. Fast forward. Uh, I can't. really well,
1: gotta tell all three. We'll pitch back
0: and forth. You want to pitch back and forth? Yeah. We gotta do two segments. That's fine. Okay. That's no problem. All right. Well, I was, by the way, I was 23 at the time. so you having three is perfect because I got two. You got two? So it was one,
1: one. And you that works begin, out. Begin and end. It's like a, like a little ping pong. It's perfect. It's almost like we planned it, even though we didn't. Yeah, anyway. This is always organic. Uh, my first one. Um, well, let's back this up. This would be the first one that I can remember. I'm sure as a, you know, I mean I'm a typical Mississippi guy. I was I had I was shooting a rifle before I can remember that I was shooting sure. a rifle, you know. Yep. And uh like the earliest the earliest firearm I ever remember actually shooting was our Ruger Blackhawk 22 Magnum. It was old hammer action gun and I remember we would shoot it off a bridge, my 22
0: gran- Magnum. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had the Blackhawk and a 22 Magnum. Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I remember this Ruger uh, service six, not uh, single six. Yeah, it's old, it's
1: their... old cowboy gun. That, yeah, uh, matter of fact, they recalled it for a safety uh, safety issue back a Ruger in Ruger ninety four. What? And <laughs> when we sent it to them, I mean, it was old and wore out. We had like electrical tape on the <laughs> on the scales <laughs> and stuff like we were the thing shot, but it was like worse for wear. They yeah. got it back to us, and um, they had reblued the thing. New wood grips, like what? rebuilt the gun. Didn't charge us nothing, but it never shot again. <laughs> we
0: wound up having oh. to send it back again. Fun fact: Did you know uh, Bill Ruger was actually in uh, bed with uh, Bill Clinton and helped support Clinton for his uh, assault weapons ban in the early nineties? Well, that's smart of him being a yeah. gun manufacturer. But um, <laughs> anyway, I'm
1: sure between then, you know, child, I'm sure I shot something on accident, you know, as a as a like a kid that doesn't sure old enough to remember. But anyway. Um, adult, you know, doing something I knew I wasn't supposed to do just negligent behavior. Uh, probably, I don't know, six years ago, when did the 43X first come out? Has it been that long? Mm.
0: It was right after the SIG 365 came out.
1: Yeah. So whenever the 43X came out. They were two-tone silver and black, and it was yep. when they first started making them. That's what them. I
0: still have. I have a 48 that used to be yeah, silver. it was when
1: they make them. It was the first generation they made them all black, so whenever that yeah, was. Okay. Like, that probably wasn't six years ago. It was probably more like three or four years ago. But anyway, yep. I had to have one, so I got me one. It was definitely pre-COVID. <clears throat> yeah, I got me one, and, uh, you know, shout out to Justin Thompson, Thompson Tactical. He took care of that sale for me, smooth and seamless. That but, tells uh, you how long ago that was. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> But um, had some had some buddy trigger work done on it. Not Tyler, some <laughs> some some buddy trigger work done on it. Well, that was your first problem, yeah. And um, I don't think we knew each other back then. We we did or we barely did. We did. We didn't hang out. Yeah, we were we were. It was like right at the first guys night. Yeah. But um, so <laughs> I was like, oh man, this thing feels great. Yeah, because it had like. Hardly no wall at all. It was just, it felt like an AK trigger. It just like whoop. Just kind of <laughs> it rolls just, right through. Yeah, and I was like, "This is phenomenal." And, um, <laughs> and so I had I had my rig set up. I carried that thing in a Tolster, and uh, I had the whole rig set up. And we were going to dinner. It was me and the wife. We were going to dinner. She was getting ready in the in the bathroom, and I was in the living room ready. And I was like, man, I like this whole setup. And you know, it was all still new to me, so I was like, I yeah. love this thing. Yeah. I'm just drawing gotta and play, pushing just out. Gotta play. With I'm it. drawing and pushing out. Kid with like, a new toy. I'm like, golly, man, I can get this thing out good and fast. <laughs> Press out good on it. I love this gun. Press out. Go to work. Yeah. And there's a light <laughs> switch, which, by the way, not to preface anything, this will be a theme. That's today. foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from my kitchen. Across the counter, across the mm-hmm. living room mm-hmm. doorway to the hallway, and in the doorway, low right hand, low left hand side. There's a light switch for the hallway, and that's like my point I aim whenever I'm.
0: I would tell everybody practicing. that was like 25 yards away.
1: It was 25
0: yards <laughs> away. <was>
1: huge, <laughs> huge house. Huge. <laughs> so I'm using that's my aim reference. I'm just like oh, right there every time, right there, and I get to where I like when I'm doing it. I'm coming out and getting my finger in the trigger guard and like. Yeah. How fast can I do it? Economy all this? of motion. Yeah. And then that that perf you know, perfect lightweight trigger. <laughs> I pressed out and hit that trigger blade and just a little creep forward and away she went. Across the living room. Smoked the light switch. Good shot on the light switch, unfortunately, through the wall, into the closet, and through about this far in the closet of my daughter's clothes, mm-hmm. we never found that round. Really, never found it. Could find where it stopped, where you know this has a hole in it and this doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never found it when we moved. Mm. Still never found it. Interesting. No clue where that thing is. But I wanted it. But I well, sure I mean, I never could find that one. But wife comes out of the kitchen. I mean, comes out of the bathroom. Obviously, irate, worried. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately uh not worried anymore and mad as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Everybody's still alive. Good. Now I'm mad. Yeah, now I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and that was one of those things was like
1: that's
0: terrifying. Yep. It, it was is terrifying. Your very first one? Yep. Yeah.
1: So I took that thing apart, put the stock trigger back in it like right then. Yeah. And it just like you know, I don't know what the like the language uh, needs to be like in this program you know, here. You know,
0: ish. Like in like it scared yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. Like to the point to where it didn't make me not want to carry it, but it did
0: it set you back.
1: Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was one of those things like that happened way easier than it needed to. And there's a lot of things going on there. Uh lesson one, carry pistol really doesn't need any trigger work <laughs> and if it is it needs to be minimum I yep. mean, like minimum yep. you know i i i don't care what anybody says you don't need no three to three and a half pound trigger on a carry gun
0: yeah you just don't yeah you know i i'm not a big fan of it My, <sighs> yeah. mine usually stay around the four mark
1: and, uh, well, like my apex and my MMP, like realistically,
0: as that's, good as that is, yeah, it's too light for a carry. Ooh, it's too light. Yeah. Cause I'm the one that did that one. I remember that one. That well. thing is beautiful. <laughs> if you want to
1: shoot fast and, and, uh, and shoot comps and stuff. Yeah. It's really light. Yep. And you get a high stress situation where your finger's yep. already in that trigger guard. Yeah. And you don't
0: realize how much pressure you're applying. Take much,
1: you know, and how many times when you were learning how to shoot, did you go out and you double fire that pistol on accident? You know, I still you, do it. You, ta you, you
0: know, and it, but it's just only cause I learned how to do it. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things, you know, it's going to happen. Um, you know, if you, you get comfortable with something and you lose your, you lose your focus, that's when things like that tend to happen. Yep. And the takeaway from my story is don't mess around with your, with your triggers to the yep. point of ridiculousness, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yep. don't do that and stop pulling out of your holster and pressing out. Yeah.
0: With, a loaded, with a loaded gun. Unload
1: it. Oh, it doesn't. It's not the same way. And take the ammo the same
0: weight. and put it somewhere else. Unload it. Unload it. Simple. Simple stuff. You shoot okay. as much as you want then. The wife is in the comments. She's saying she's enjoying this, but she's got to hop off for Bible study. And best believe we're going to be praying for y'all and all the light switches. It, <laughs> um look, objection? Yeah, (laughs) we ought to buy, we need to buy stock in whoever the uh, light switch maker is. In my county, for sure. Who's that, Eaton? I don't know, but I can hear Eaton Industries, I think. They're attracted to bullets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good shots, too, if you think about the size of that.
0: Speaking of bullets, let's take a moment to thank our other uh, sponsor, Pinnacle Precision. Smooth
1: right into that.
0: I just, the Segway was that beautiful. Was dang near as good as like a Ben Shapiro. <laughs> like, just, shoo, speaking of pillows. <laughs> speaking of bullets, uh, if you own a gun store of any sort, or if you are in charge of purchasing for your agency, uh, go to PinnaclePrecision.com and get signed up uh, bulk orders, big, big bulk orders. Uh, this is going to be all of your bulk ammo. Think of anything, uh, anything agency wise, mainstream, nine mil, two, two, three, five, five, six, three weights, things of that nature. He also does custom load development, uh, for large orders as well. That is pinnacle precision owned by a good friend of mine here locally in Florence, Mississippi. So Jay, uh, uh, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Old Jason. Oh
1: yes, for sure. He we is, had a We had a polite that's conversation. That's right, because y'all used that. to
0: race together. He's got that goofy caprice. I think it's stupid. I love that car. <laughs> it's got it matches, all the chop. It matches his personality like so one hundred percent. You know, like how like sometimes people match their pet, their dog, like yeah. they're the one of the same. Like he me ma- and my Doxons. Yeah. He he matches. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he matches his car. Me and my female dogs, that match real well. I'm sure he's great. got, I'm sure Jason's got a, uh, a fun indie story to share with us sometime. Uh, Brett, oh, oh, pastor Brett. Brett's up in there. He's about to go do the kid baseball stuff. Uh, now that sounds like
1: a good idea on paper. Like it'd be fun. Yeah. It's like hurting cats. <laughs> it's oh, a, kids
0: and baseball, yes. kids and sports balls. Golly. Yeah. I don't, uh, no, I don't have cats nor kids. So yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. We didn't talked about. Uh, That's two of them. Was Two two out of the four total. Yeah, there's a five total. Yeah. Okay,
1: uh, and I'll tell one that wasn't me. So my first one. Moving it up.
0: Okay, so <laughs> my first one wasn't really all that much of a shocker, other than I just had a nine mil comp go off in my face and it hurt. Loud. Like it just kind of it sucked. Loud. But I knew I was it in a up. safe uh, environment and it wasn't really hurting uh, anyone. Uh, oh, uh, Brett. Uh, negligent discharge. Indy is negligent discharge. He asked what the what Indy stood for in the comments there. Um, however, my next two, I don't recall which order they were in. Usually, I can look back and try to remember which uh, house I was in at the time where I was living. Mm-hmm. But both of these happened in the same house, you know. And I was there for a sh- very short brief, a uh, very short amount of time. So I don't remember which one. So let's start out with the uh, one that didn't pissed me off like very much because there was one of them that had just extremely pissed me off and I set guns down for a, for some time. So the one that didn't, uh, just make me really mad, but it also made me sick. And I'll tell you why, like actually sick is weird. So I was in a little office and it was like a, a room smaller than this. And, uh, Rodney and I, uh, were looking at a rifle that he had was working on and I was I was like, "Oh, cool." And I was just kind of messing around with it and I was like, "I wonder how the trigger is in it because it looked a little different what." And he's like, "I'll try it out." And uh, he's like, "I get to unload it real quick." I was like, "All right." So I unloaded, dropped the mag and um, pulled the charging handle back. Nothing came out. Happy day. Right? Right. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I uh, I'm holding the gun kind of like this fashion. Cause I'm looking at the trigger at the same time. Cause I'm so it's like out sideways. I'm not aiming it. So yeah. the, the barrel is pointing straight up. S- like, yeah. like if the moon was a target, it, I would be aiming at that. Okay. So I pull that bad boy uh, trigger and club. Boom. All 60,000 pounds of uh, pressure in my face in that little four by, it was probably like a four by six or four by eight yeah. room here and gone. Uh, yeah, it, was it was miserable, absolutely miserable. I, I launched a, a five-five-six through the through the roof of this uh, trailer home I was in, and it was so loud, and it was right there in my face. It was so loud. I think it was like a, uh, say it was like a twelve and a half inch barrel. Oh yeah. It wasn't a 16 Uh It's got it, pressure, right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so right, it hurt so bad that it screwed up my equilibrium, and I couldn't even walk straight. Like I was dizzy. Um, yes, Steve was like, Oh wow. How loud was that? It was so loud that my hearing immediately turned off. And all I heard was, you you, you know what tinnitus sounds like? Obviously it's like both ears, just maximum tinnitus right then. That is immediate, permanent hearing damage all in that moment. Plus all the pressure. It like, I've never been flashbanged. It stuns you, man. Yeah, it, but i i would I would equate that to maybe like a half a half a flashbang or something like that, or a, a concussion grenade, mm-hmm. um, like a nine banger or whatever. And so, I I literally couldn't walk right. So yeah. it was, Rodney kind of thought it was funny. <laughs> But um, I did not think it was funny at the time. Uh, it, hindsight, again, I'm very glad that that round went into a safe direction because we were out in the middle of nowhere, Warren County. Yeah. Like, literally nowhere. Uh, and so it it sucked. It absolutely sucked. Like, the next day, I still couldn't hear right. I still couldn't walk right. It was yeah, weird. Yeah, like, tonight it was, is for, like, I'm sure an extended amount of time. My, my equilibrium left the chat yeah. for 24 hours. Yep.
1: I had a similar not N D, but I shot a deer out of a shooting house and I didn't have any way of getting the like the awkward angle I was at, I couldn't get the barrel out of the shooting. It was one of them I knew, like yeah, this yeah. is gonna suck. Yeah. But you know, again back to this deer hunting thing where it's like we don't you know, we do weird shit.
0: Anyway, um so That was weird. Your mic just decided to like go down and back up again. Yeah. Is it? Did you hear that? No. Yeah, it was like his, his mic phased out for a second and it came back in. Hmm. But and, uh anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I rang one off in that shooting house, that seven mag, and I like I've been in some scuffles. I've been hitting the head with you know, little small souvenir bats and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah. I I've I've wrecked motorcycles and hit my head on the concrete. It's been not very many things that were as percussive and then had the stunning effect as Yep. That 7 mag and that enclosed space just
0: whoosh. I wonder what the PSI on a 7 mag is. Hey, I'll, I'll it. Google it Google what if it. you want to start sharing your next uh, your next story. I want to address
1: Trevor. Okay.
0: On the comments. I mean,
1: I'm not even going to respond, actually. <laughs> but, oh, okay. Oh. I need a pin flare into the driving cab of military and set the driver's vest on fire. Yeah, J- that that sounds like something <laughs> Jason would do. Uh,
0: like I could I absolutely believe this story. Oh, I'm playing it out in my head right now. Oh, um, Brett's a comment, our pastor, he's like, "My son," I said, uh, "Hey, they go to our church. I didn't know they were famous." Yeah, right. and don't forget yeah. next time you try <laughs> to kick
1: me in the shins while I'm walking down the hallway. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like he gonna have a slip and fall. John, John Ezra is a oh trip. yeah, he is oh, a yeah. trip. He one of them, and he unbreakable Ole Miss fan too. You can't man, oh Lord, just, oh this no child left behind program has really gotten out of hand. That's All really right, what it is
0: maximum pressure on a seven mag is sixty two thousand psi. Uh, sixty one thousand <laughs> for Sammy specs. Just a. Uh, uh, I, I, for some reason, I figured it would have been higher than that. Anyway, you want to go on with the old uh, with the story, too? Yeah, story two? Yeah, story two. Yeah, you were here for this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was there for that yeah. one. Yeah. All right. So my reaction to this was beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was. And I, you know, again, I need to, I need to clarify that although the sto- when I tell the stories and everything, I try to make them as funny as possible and make you know make light of the situation to a degree. Yep but the severity does not I knew need nothing to be lost. bad
0: happened because I knew it went into a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, but you know, something bad happened.
1: Well, but yeah. the out, the the effect was not as bad as it could have been. So, um I had recently at this point in time purchased a uh, a CZ PO1 had the lock grips on it. Um didn't have the it didn't have the Cajun gunworks trigger set in it, it was the other company. Um M-Carbo. had the M-Carbo stuff in it. Good little gun. Yep. Love that. I love that pistol. Yep. Um, I would. I wish I kind of had it still, but it just didn't really suit the. it didn't feel the bill for me. And you had the Shadow 2.
0: At the time. At the yep. time. You had mm-hmm. moved into that. Yep.
1: And we were both talking about how difficult it was to make quality, quick, like mag changes in both of those. Yes. The – Aluminum frame and the steel magazines did not, yeah. translate and into the like tiny opening they yeah, give you. It's the exact size of the mag. Yeah, it was like the <clears throat> the inside of my CZ was just just ate up from me doing just sitting in my desk doing mag changes while I'm yeah. working and just yep. eating the inside of thing mm-hmm. up. But we were we were both talking about it, and Tyler had a like Tupperware tote just full of CZ magazines 15 17 21 rounders just a stack of them right yeah and we're sitting in his in his little office room in his house and uh I don't even know why I came by there it was something I don't know I don't remember why I came by there um maybe bringing cat food or something when I don't remember but anyway
0: oh yeah I was house sitting Harley for you yeah I yep. walk
1: in and and he's back there same thing we Team we're talking or about something yep. yep got the CZ Standing right here, got a drop cloth, dumping a mag, loading a mag, dumping a yep. mag, loading a mag. You were in, uh,
0: in the doorway of my office, pointed towards the other wall, and I'm like. Right next to me. I'm right next to you, but facing the opposite direction, I was uh, like, working on my bench.
1: Yep. I was yep. like, man, this is, I was like, you're right. This does suck. So I dump mine, lay it on the table right there, racked around out, lay it on the table right there. We're clear. Yeah, surely. So I start doing the same thing. Like I'm slide back. We're chop, chop. You know, we're we're just getting reps in, just rep after rep after rep. And in that rhythm, looking down, grabbing a magazine, throwing it in, grabbed the one way over here, like yep. way the hell over here. Don't I still to this day don't understand just what happened <laughs> in my brain.
0: Lapse lapse of attentives. Grab
1: the dude. It was a good
0: clean rep. Grab it yep. run it in there, slide back in, press out. Yeah, because we were doing. Oh, we were doing uh, slide lock. Yeah, we, or no, I say we. I was sitting there working on. The yeah, you had
1: you had given it up at that point. You were you were doing something else. Freaking, come in, press out, find that light switch. Yeah, that was our aiming point. Again, the light, light switch to the hallway. Yep. Pressed out that freaking really nice hammer fire trigger.
0: <laughs> yep, and because you were doing slide lock, it would have been a single action only. Oh yes. Yep. Wow
1: goes off Tyler is to my right like and forward about a foot so he's basically yeah ear and eye level because he's sitting yeah. down and I'm standing up
0: the muzzle of your of your it PO1 was, right was probably two foot off my yeah. right ear directly in line with it yep and just
1: boom sent that thing off also into the light
0: switch yep
1: not center this time it was low, like an inch.
0: Luckily, it was the closet light switch, yeah. so it didn't turn the light off in it my office. It hit basically the screw yeah. under the light switch. But it took out the whole switch. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. And we were building a house at the time, so I had, like, a whole bag full of light <laughs> switches. I was like, I'll be right back with one of those. <laughs> but immediately, I rung the thing off, and he flips up and looked at me like that, and he goes, so you know that was loaded, right? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I do now. It is... <laughs> Blown both of our eardrums <laughs> what's left
0: of them out and um it's not funny but it's funny yeah like it's a crappy situation it sucked bad i felt awful but like, when you don't know what i have the, so i have a really bad coping mechanism of just making fun of everything yeah, that's how i am L- laughter and humor is my coping mechanism for almost everything and i'm gonna tell y'all right now it, that probably ain't the most healthy things if you if you married and you, and someone's getting mad at you and you start laughing, <laughs> yeah, so it's the time it, and the place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, that uh, you know, take away from that, you just put all to, of
0: your put all of your house lighting on Alexa and have no light switches. There, that's one. There's multiple things we can take away. From. <laughs> um, you know,
1: take away from that one lesson to be learned here: never lose respect. Like, yep. never get so deep into your practice and and stuff like that that you lose respect for the firearm that you have and, you know, respect for what it is capable of. Absolutely. Um, just like riding a motorcycle, we'll loop back to that. The day that you say, I have total control over this. Yeah, you're wrong. That's the day that it'll put you on the concrete. You're wrong. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, the difference between those two things is, you do have total control over the situation with the firearm because you are the one that did it mm-hmm. you know you you pulled the trigger yeah like like my situation technically yes it's a negligent discharge but it was also kind of on that borderline of accidental discharge too it was I meant to pull the trigger yeah but I didn't it the the we didn't mean to load the gun. The rounds being in the firearm were yeah. the uh were the yeah. accident there. Yep. So, you know, if you're going to dry fire practice and you're going to do stuff like that, don't even have the loaded mags right. in your room, really, or in arm's yep. reach of you. Just get them. And we really didn't have them close together. It was legitimately a tub right here, and it was on the table right there. And I just.
0: You know what keeps this from happening? Neutral. Just uh, you know what a great fi- uh, dry fire product is? Barrel block. Barrel block is your just surefire way whew. of making sure no round can go into the chamber. Even if you do grab a loaded magazine, the barrel block will absolutely block the barrel and there's no way you can get that round in the chamber. So go to barrelblock.com and order you up a few of those. We uh be crushing these segues. <laughs> if
1: I had known that, we, would, we just worked up my I don't know, I didn't my have side back job there. voice. We
0: could have Yeah, you know. I didn't have them back then, but now they're another sponsor as well. That's so uh, great people, great great people. I was not
1: aware of that product. Yep. Um
0: I'll have to get you one. To answer you know,
1: Stephen, did it trip the breaker? Actually, no, no, it did not. It just it just killed the, yep. the hallway light. And actually, you found that round several weeks
0: later. I did. Yeah, and I it was actually your birthday. Yeah, I put it in a little bag full of with, snap caps. With snap caps, yes, with snap caps because mm-hmm. we didn't. I didn't know about barrel block. I did And uh, I gifted him a bag of snap caps, by the way, which are dummy rounds for those that don't know. Uh, And in that little bag of snap caps was the recovered bullet because, you know, why not? Eric would like to know what you thought about the shadow Two. I can tell you
1: my side and then his side too. They feel phenomenal in the hand. They shoot like a dream. I just think there's better options for the money. And
0: well, the Shadow 2 is specifically for competition. It's competition, competition only. It's and a, there's a lot of yeah. winners out there shooting them with great success. Um, Rodney's one of them. He was yeah. a big Shadow person uh, there for a long time. Um, I, if if I could have got, uh, y- you know, I, I just hate beaver tails. It's a personal preference. Uh, I actually made a video about that today that will go out on the Casil Carry uh, Network uh probably in a few weeks or whatever. I man, I just don't like beaver tails. That's the only reason why like I even chopped as much of mine off that I
1: could yep, and it I still aggravated that. me. I loved my 75, man. That that PO1 was a phenomenal gun yeah. for carry. Yep. But the double action single action thing even at half cock is still it's still a thing. Yeah. It's still a thing and it takes more like a lot more, a lot more um you know, practice and management. Yep. To get that, because in in a defensive pistol situation, just so everybody knows, I don't shoot competitions at all. Yeah. Um, not that I don't want to or have anything against them. There's the whole free time factor that yep. between a job and yep. playing music, I I yeah. schedule myself into having no life.
0: I shoot competitions when my schedule allows, yep. but that's a, it. Kind of goes in hand in hand with my yeah, synergy thing. So, them.
1: yeah. But as as far as that goes, in my opinion, I just I couldn't get. I couldn't get the, just couldn't get that first round. I also, down. didn't
0: like the controls. Uh, as far as like basic manipulations, of locking the slide to the rear, uh, uh, doing um, slide lock reloads, things like that. I didn't really care for the safety because every once in a while I'd bump it on, it so it, I had I'd had I'd have to put the low pro safeties on there with a the extra strong spring, so I wouldn't accidentally turn the safety on while shooting. Like it was just that. You know, I couldn't get I couldn't get in tune with it. it was all all it was, all this to it, man. I, I got I got good friends, my fellow instructor of mine, Jim Krantz. He is very successful on a world level with a Shadow Two. They're so, out there. Um, that's right, Jake. Yeah, Jason and the Jason's in the comments, just giving it to us. <laughs> I told him he's got that Pudding Patch thing
1: with their targets, and I was like, if you could just make me one. With light switches on it, I ah, first try that dude. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about just printing an eight and a half by eleven with a, you know, just a picture of a light switch and going
0: ahead and. I may know somebody and and pop that out. Speaking of targets, my wife one, said, "Are y'all live yet?" Yeah, it's on my Facebook, <laughs> boo. Speaking of targets, one last sponsored uh, little drop here. Axle Targets. <laughs> if you about go, voice <laughs> changes when you're doing <laughs> your ad plugs. <laughs> If you got it right, night. <laughs> uh, if you go to synergyshooting.com at the very top you'll see a little thing that says order your targets here. Now of course the website's going to go through a huge revamp and all the things all of this is going to change soon but if you click order here it'll take you to the axeltargets.com website where you will find these synergy Agreed. targets. These are my own personal targets that I created, I use in classes. Uh, many people use them in dry fire so on and so forth. They're a great value. <laughs> Um, go get you a pack of Targets. They do not have any light switches on them. They do look cool, though. But I I may order you a pack, special order, with light switches on the back.
1: I already need a light switch patch now.
0: Like, (laughs) whoever makes those patches,
1: (laughs) I need one. Also, uh, (laughs) shooting plates and eating cakes. Yes, for sure. Trevor is always witty with the words. Oh, that was our team logo. Shooting plates, eating cakes. Yeah.
0: Bussing caps and
1: taking naps. But <laughs> that was, see, when Trevor and I was about to come take y'all by storm, yeah. when I had the uh, the unicorn holster made and all that oh, stuff. I forgot
0: about that. I still have it. And he's got the donut holster. That's right. I love his donut holster. That's right. I used to make holsters and I would get these weird prints for these guys and make them the goofiest Hell, yeah. of holsters. Be,
1: Trevor and I would be taking seats and eating sweets, man. we <laughs> Get up when we need to go ahead and bust. I right, got move on because
0: I'm starving at this moment. That's All true. Right. Memphis, he did get one, didn't he? Finally, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next to next to a young cat, uh, that is uh, probably the youngest SWAT dude I've ever met. A 22 year old ranking or I'm sorry, ranking shoot, uh, county deputy over in uh, North Alabama in this class I taught last week. No, two weekends ago, he got he nailed it, uh, and then I nailed it as well. So, my next one. I'm gonna do strong hand only. So from here on out, all of my pudding patch attempts will be strong hand only. That's cool. And when I get that, it'll I'll change it to weekend only. So also too, I know
1: Tyler, you know him well. I've never met him, but we're friends on Facebook and when we cut up Todd's oh, Mikos. Yeah. Yeah. He has a uh, y'all go check him out. He's got a lot of good content as well. Good stuff on his YouTube channel and stuff Memphis like that.
0: Memphis Beach. If you look up Memphis Beach on the IG uh Facebook He's got his own website, memphisbeach.com. Uh, uh, he, he is a shooting coach as well up in the Memphis area. Right. He teaches a lot at Top Gun as well, and I'm sure he will travel if you just so ask him nicely. He's got the cutest kid I think I ever have. Have you seen the videos of his kid? On his YouTube? Yeah. Or no, no, on his Facebook. No, I haven't. I'll have to show you later. He's got the cutest little kid, Malcolm. Uh, all right, so. Segments. Oh, James over there down in, uh. he's in Georgia, He's a heck of a shooter. He says he's gonna go do that weekend only. Do it. You better record it. All right. So, uh, one more story. This is the one that the really shoot- made. This is the one that really made me mad. Yeah. This is the one that I can't laugh off. I'm we'll gonna make sure my wife is watching. Yeah. This is uh this is one that I I uh, I literally sat down and almost cried. Because it wasn't long after, yep. Now that I remember correctly, this this is exactly the order, yep. Because this is one of the reasons why it made me so mad, because it had just happened not long after the rifle thing. I'm talking within months, within months, probably less than six months. The girl, seeing at the time we were hanging out and uh, we were about to go somewhere, so I was finishing getting ready. She had came over and she was just standing there watching me or whatever. And I was in, you know, I was in my room and before I put on my gun. I just did some quick little, uh, reps real quick. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as you do, I unloaded the gun and did my reps. Right. But for some reason I was so like caught up in just, you know, doing my little, my reps that when I loaded the gun, I just put in one more rep without thinking about it. Shot a nice little hole in my dresser. And, uh, she was right next to me when it happened. I'm talking right next to me. And um, I unloaded the gun. I set it down. And then I sat down. And I just started shaking my head and started tearing myself up inside. The amount of pissed off I was at myself cannot be put into words. Because that was the closest I had ever done anything that dangerous next to someone in a not, what I would consider a not controlled environment. That could have went so wrong. Yeah. It wasn't even in a good direction. You know, the thin walls of a trailer house, man, that, it wasn't like it went up and off into some pasture somewhere. It went straight through the wall. And like, if I remember correctly, it was orientated towards the road. <clears throat> yeah, it's a
1: lot of what ifs, a lot of rooms for what ifs in that situation.
0: I don't think I dry fire practice for many weeks after that. Like I carried the gun on and off, right? Cause you, you have to, um, but I was, I was beyond pissed off at myself. And every ever since, that was the final straw. And this was back in 2000, and I want to say 14. Yep, like towards the end of 14. So all three of my negligent discharges happened within about a year and a half of each other. About a year-ish years between each other. So I say all say this, we we laugh, we joke, we have a good time, right? Because you know, we're all human. We have to learn from our mistakes and the, the best lessons learned are from the hardest mistakes. Um but guys, if you're gonna if if you're gonna do this type of stuff, you've got to make sure you follow all of the safety rules yeah. and that if one ends up getting broken, like if you pull a trigger while it's live, it's at least in the safe direction and you know the target and its surroundings. So, yeah, I mean that's day that's day one
1: commentary too, and it's yeah. so easy to get lost on day four thousand.
0: It is, you know. Yep, because you get complacent. That old yep. uh, Dunning Kruger effect. I was absolutely on the uh, I was at the top of King uh, top of Mount Stupid. There was nothing you could tell me, man, and uh, I'm pretty sure that was the day that kicked me off the mountain as far as that sort of thing went. All right, of course, I've you know found some other stupid things to do. And uh, you know, have learned much more of other things, but that right there was the was it for me. I've I've been very deliberate on how I practice ever since then. Extremely deliberate.
1: Yeah, I've definitely broke myself of doing practice reps with it. Yeah.
0: Loaded right before I'm gonna go somewhere. Yep. And now I got the barrel block, of course. Um, I've used Snapcats, mm. I've got enough mags, I have dry fire dedicated oh, again, mags. That barrel block, that's pretty cool. That's pretty smart. I'll get you one Uh, for the folks that I'll take it. Yep, for folks that sign up for the Synergy Remote Training, which is a hybrid six week or more program. It can it's but it's a minimum of six weeks where it's a virtual coaching with you uh, having live fire assignments that you must submit and be coached through. Uh, Anyway, whenever someone signs up for that, you get a little pack, a little starter kit, and in that little kit is going to be dry fire targets, a a journal so you can track your progress. And a uh, barrel block. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, if you want to sign up for something like that, please hit the website, uh, DM me, send me email, smoke signals, carry a pigeon. You know the you know the whole whole shindig yep. on that. So, Pigeons
1: are a fail. That's a fail safe.
0: Yep. Pigeons aren't real. That goes. <laughs> you remember that? You remember, there's a whole Facebook page for yes, that. Yes, there are. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Stop me dead still, too. (laughs) Wait, what? I'm fairly confident I've seen them.
1: (laughs) I watched a video the other day of a dude with a little falcon in his car throwing it out the car, killing the pigeons, and the falcon coming back in. A boomerang falcon. Like a live one. That's wild. He was trained up. (laughs) He'd sling him out the dang car, (laughs) and he'd dive bomb these pigeons (laughs) and just (laughs) destroy them. That's amazing. Okay, spot, or whatever its name was. All we'll right. It spot. What's the spot? What, what I, yeah. That's, exact, that's exactly what they are is CIA spies. One, yeah. P- carrier pigeons or CIA 100%. spies. 100%. They never really died. When's the last time you seen a dead one? I don't know. That wow. a falcon didn't
0: kill in some YouTube video. You know, now that you say that, I'm going to start looking for them, though. <laughs> yeah. With my <laughs> Damn, one eye. That's right. <laughs> I spy with my little eye. Exactly right. Well, sir, you have any closing comments for us? No, man. Um, Of course I do. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, I do want to speak to some stuff though. um, Stuff that you did recently that I think needs to kind of get circulated a little bit more. Um, Especially like it's personal for me. My wife's a real estate agent. A lot of, a lot of you guys have wives or women that are in businesses to where they're alone in certain areas where less than ideal areas. Yeah. Like, just like the other day, you know, my wife has a, uh, Accurate, Jason. Even the homeless don't eat them. Squirrels, but um, you know, you did a training class for a real estate group.
0: Yep. That's like uh, that will is it, it was real estate. Uh, a real estate agency uh, sponsored the yeah. event and had just all sorts of people yeah. there. But yep.
1: at the root of it was
0: real estate. These agents. women yep. are going mm-hmm. into these houses that are alone, vacant, with people they don't know, or they're
1: with people they don't know, and that's the kind of stuff that really. You know, that's the, that's the self-defense, the teach yourself to carry, keep yourself ready
0: type situations. Yeah. that And even if you don't want to carry a gun, your right to self-defense is still paramount. It's not limited to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I and, have ways to teach people how to be their own savior without a gun.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I when it comes to literally anything, you have a lot of arrogant people that they buy one, they sit it over there, yeah, and they're like, "I got that now. I'm good."
0: Oh yeah, because when you own a guitar,
1: you're a musician. Right? Yeah, you high stress will tell you every time, and this is on. Yeah, if anything, take this away. You're never gonna rise to the occasion. You will That's never right. rise to the occasion. People say it all the time. My mind, adrenaline's you gonna get going. To and your, I'm gonna rise to the occasion. You're not. You're gonna fall to your training. Yep. You're going to fall to the last level of your training.
0: Last That's level it. of mastery of training. Yeah,
1: not what you did yesterday. Yeah. But you've gotten to wear a second nature yep. now. Exactly. You know, so even by yourself, put the reps in. Just mm-hmm. You owe it to yourself, but you really owe it to the people you're protecting is really all it is to it, too, because if you're not like – don't go out with it if you're not confident with it, and don't go out with it if you're not ready to do what needs to be done, but yes. you have to have prepared yourself for that because you may – rise to the occasion in your mind but you'll make a mistake that could have been trained out of you that'll cost somebody else their life in the situation yep you may still put the bad guy down but it may not be as efficiently or as not as cleanly as it should have been yep you know and that's that's to me what i think is probably the most important thing here
0: yep skill over gear uh mindset over skill over gear and uh Get training, man. Yeah. Like, and, and when in doubt, just ask me because I'll straight up tell you exactly what's crap and what's so not. What I'm about to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, southern. Uh, uh, yeah, Southern Ordnance. Hunter Gardner's in the comments saying hello. Yeah. Uh, another fellow sponsor um, got me a
1: proper upper receiver coming from that gentleman right now. Check him out, guys.
0: Yep. Look up. Uh, look up Southern Ordnance rifles. Uh, he has. Uh, he puts those out to ter- certain dealers in the in the Mississippi area. So. I've known Hunter personally for about five, six years. He's an incredible man, yep. super good dude. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, God. He had a squib, uh, squib uh, <laughs> round last Sunday at the uh, two gun match, and you know why? Because <laughs> he wasn't shooting pinnacle precision ammo like he was supposed. There to There we
1: go with the plug. I thought a bad,
0: <laughs> I thought a bad joke was coming. <laughs> you know why? And he gave me that look. I was like, oh, here we go. Yep. Can't wait. I'm not going to say the manufacturer that uh, he was using just because uh, out of respect, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, uh, well, unfortunately, we are at that one hour mark, so yeah, we, we will have to wrap it up. Philip, thank you are so at? much. Yeah, oh, we are already at an hour. Look at that. It's time to go. Trevor eat.
1: asked me the weirdest question right there. For those of y'all that can't see it, Trevor says gumbo or egg rolls. Obviously, it's gumbo.
0: Gumbo, absolutely. In any situation, but outro music strong. That is pretty good. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to the Shooters Live. Thank you all so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.